You're listening to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. Your host, Jennifer Hofferberg, is an award-winning veteran special educator who shares her experience, knowledge, and passion to help other special educators survive and thrive in this profession. Join her and other guests as they share tips and tricks of the trade for the ever-crazy, completely overwhelming, laugh-so-you-don't-cry profession of being a special education teacher. Hey there, and welcome back to the SPED Prep Academy podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer, and this podcast was created to guide special educators in their journey to become amazing teachers. My goal is to provide you with the support and training you need to become a highly effective special educator. If special education is your calling and you are in this for the long haul, then this is the place to be, and I'm going to be right by your side helping you learn everything you can about running a department and managing your staff. Whether you are just starting out in this field and are struggling with how to supervise or train your staff, or if you've been working in this position for a while and you just need some advice for how to begin building your department into a true team, I can help. I've created a 10-step guide to begin creating a team culture with your staff, and you can get it for free at www.spedprepacademy.com team. It includes 10 easy-to-implement steps to learn how to build the team you've always dreamed of, and I can speak from experience when I say that these 10 steps completely transformed my leadership abilities just a few short years ago. I went from feeling frustrated, burned out, and resentful because of things like my paras were coming to school late, or they were gone all the time, or they were on their phones when they weren't supposed to be, to being highly confident in my leadership skills, knowing how to clearly communicate with my staff, and building relationships that aided in high retention rates. And I want that for you as well. So again, just go to spedprepacademy.com slash team and get access to these 10 steps for free. So this show is going to be different than what my other episodes are generally about, which is giving you knowledge on topics from working with paraprofessionals and writing IEPs to other specific topics that my guests discuss. But today I want to teach you about some things that I use in my classroom because they might just help you as well. Some of them have to do with teaching, some of them have to do with leadership and self-growth, some of them have to do with business and growing as an entrepreneur. So I was listening the other day to another podcaster talk about Teachers Pay Teachers and how if you have a store and you don't promote your store and you don't let other people know about the products that you sell, then you are doing a disservice to them. Now, side note, I would imagine that you know what Teachers Pay Teachers is, but I don't want to assume anything. So TPT is an online marketplace where teachers buy and sell original educational materials and digital resources. I've been selling on TPT since 2016, and it's something that I really enjoy doing. I love creating products for myself that are beneficial to me, and I know if they are beneficial to me, they will also be beneficial to other teachers. But I've always tried to intentionally keep the podcast and the TPT stores separate. I might mention a product every now and then, but for the most part, it has been very intentional that I don't sell to you. And the reason I've done this is because I'm not a salesperson. I am a teacher. I teach. That's what I do. I teach kids. I teach college students. I teach adults. And it's what I love. I don't like to try to talk people into buying anything from me. My mentality has always been, if you want it, you'll buy it. And if you don't, you won't. And I'm okay with that. But with that being said, that podcaster's words have stuck in my brain. Doing a disservice. I've also heard it said that selling is serving. And I think I'm starting to finally understand that if I have things, if I've created things that 
would benefit you and make your life easier and make your job even a little less stressful, and I'm not telling you about them, then I am doing a disservice to you. I am failing you as a mentor because how can I possibly expect you to grow professionally and personally if I'm not sharing with you how I have grown professionally and personally in the field of special education? I'm always saying that I want to help you become more effective. In fact, I just said it in the intro. But if I'm not telling you about the things that help me be more effective in my classroom, then how am I really helping you? So I want to dedicate this episode to a few TPT products that have made my life so much easier in the hopes that they can make your life easier as well. And then if you feel inclined to purchase them, great. If you don't need them, I respect that as well. But at least I did my job and made you aware of these products. So the first one is, and I have mentioned it on the show before, is my paraprofessional handbook. This is my baby. This is my favorite product. This is my biggest seller. And out of everything in my store, this is the product that I would not teach without. Now, when I first decided I wanted to have a paraprofessional handbook, it was about seven or eight years ago, and I knew that I wanted to have something that laid out the job, that laid out the expectations and would hold the paraprofessionals accountable. And so I came across something on the internet that was a freebie, and while it was okay and it served its purpose for a while, it didn't exactly fit my needs. It wasn't what I needed in order to customize it for my staff, and so I began playing around with what I would want one to include, and I used that version for a year or two. And then it was the summer before my district restructured and all of the principals and all of the teachers and all of the paraprofessionals were scattered around the district into different buildings. And that's when I knew that I wanted to have something for my new staff going forward. I knew that I wanted it to be useful, and I knew that I wanted it to be pretty, and I wanted it to be structured, and I knew that I wanted it to be something that I could use year after year after year. And so I was sitting in my chair one night watching TV with my husband, and I just, I literally jumped up, ran and got a notebook and began writing furiously. When he asked what I was doing, I said, I have to get all of this out of my brain. The notebook literally presented itself to me. All of the components of 20 years of experience had finally come together in my brain, and I knew what I needed. I knew what would work for me and for my department, and this product has been so useful to me and my staff and to so many other teachers around the world. So I'm going to go through the product really quick to give you a mental image, but the link is in the show notes if you want to see what it looks like. The handbook, or sometimes I call it a binder, is customizable to each paraprofessional using an editable front cover so that I just slide that cover into the sheet protector at the front of a one and a half inch binder, and then it is divided into 14 different areas using a piece of cardstock with the section name on it, and then all of the pages for each section are inserted into page protectors. The first section is just a welcome. It is just a short little letter to the para saying that I want to work as a team and I know how important they are to that to that team. And I let them know that I hate being considered a boss. I want to be their leader, not a boss. And so you can customize this letter to say whatever you want it to say. The rest of the sections include information on special education services, expectations, schedules and calendars, evaluations, accommodations and modifications, behavior, lesson plans, confidentiality, training, instruction, 
school info, roles and responsibilities, and collecting data. The binder is editable so that you can change up the wording and the information to best fit your needs. So how I use it is I review this handbook with all of the paras who work within my department at the beginning of every school year. Even the paras who have been there for years, we still go over it with them. You might think that that sounds like overkill, but let me give you an analogy for why I do this. You know how you're driving down the highway and you see a speed limit sign, and then a few miles down the road, you see another one and then another one. It's not like you forgot the speed, but they still put that reminder there just in case your foot gets a little bit heavy. It's the same thing with your staff. Reminders of expectations and all of the things that goes into a special education department are good to hear for everyone on a regular basis, not just the new people. The second product that I want to let you know about is the survey level assessment. And what this one does is it gives me data on what a student can and can't do and at what levels they're working. When you give a student a test, like an achievement test or a performance test or a diagnostic test, you get a broad summary of what they can do. But those tests don't really drill down and tell you specifically that a child can add two-digit numbers, but when it's time to regroup, they aren't able to do it yet. This survey level assessment helps you figure those things out specifically so that you can write better goals and then use those same forms to progress monitor. So there's really no set place to start on a survey level assessment, but I always start about one grade level below. Because if you start at grade level and they really struggle here, you are going to frustrate the child and they might just shut down on you too quickly. So let's take a student as an example. Sam is a fourth grade student who just moved to my district. I've read over his testing and he qualifies for services in reading. His grade equivalency from the achievement test is 1.7, so I start at the second grade level pros. I give him a fluency probe, a comprehension probe, and a sight word probe. He does not meet the expected score on second grade for fluency and comprehension, but he does for sight words. So then I give him a first grade probe on fluency and comprehension, and he meets the grade expected scores there. So in my report for his IEP present levels, I would document that his independent level is first grade, his instructional level is second grade, that's where I'm going to work with him at, and his frustration level is third grade. And then I always go back and give the actual grade level probe because my district requires us to. All of the probes for the grade levels K through five are included, and it goes over the different categories of letter recognition, number recognition, basic math skills, fluency, sight words comprehension, computation, writing, problem solving, and spelling. It also includes some data tracking sheets, summary sheets, um, present levels of performance examples, goal examples, and typical grade level suggestions. This product has really been a lifesaver when it comes to when it comes time to have more consistent data across my department and the probes are already there. So all I have to do is make some copies and I'm good to go. The last product that I want to share with you today is my student data notebook. This notebook is something that I desperately wish I would have had when I first started teaching because I tried so many different ways of keeping data organized. I would do one thing one year and then change things up the next year because I wasn't happy with it and nothing ever seemed to stick. So I created something that I thought would work for me and it's been a great addition to my classroom routine. In this notebook, you can keep track of all of your students' IEP goals progress monitoring, work samples, notes, and anything else you need to keep. And a bonus, it's cute. It's really cute. 
Within this binder, you will have a cover sheet for each student, and you can customize the picture on the front of those cover sheets to somewhat match what your student looks like. For example, if you have a blonde-haired little girl in your class, you can choose the picture of the blonde-haired little girl. If you have a dark-haired boy with dark skin, you can choose that cover, and so on and so on. You can edit the name, and then once you have the cover sheets done, I put them in protective sleeves, and then behind each student, I keep all of their data. I keep their probes from progress monitoring. I keep samples of their work, graphs of their progress, etc. And then I have all of the data all in one place, and it makes life so much easier. So like I've said before, these three products have helped me become a more effective special educator. They have allowed me to put systems and routines and procedures into place to give me back some of my valuable time so that I can focus the majority of my efforts on actually teaching children. If you want to check these products out, I will link them in the show notes. They actually come from three different stores, but I run all three of the stores, so they were all created by me. So like I said in the beginning, I just want to provide you with this information so that you can make an educated decision for yourself. If this is something that you are interested in, make sure and click the links in the show notes and go check them out. Thank you for sticking with me until the end. I can tell just by listening to this show that you are just as dedicated to the field of special education as I am, and you want to grow into an amazing educator. And I'm here for it. I'm here for you, and I am so thrilled to be able to share all of my wisdom of being a veteran SPED teacher on the SPED Prep Academy podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to share it with friends, go ahead and screenshot an image of your favorite episode and tag me on Instagram. You can also subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review. They give an instant boost to my ego and they help others find the podcast as well. And then make sure you're following me on Instagram. I love to use that platform to add a little humor to our crazy days, as well as to provide you with motivation to get through the tough days, training on all sorts of topics that we need to know, and just overall support for what you do. You can find me on Instagram at Sped Prep Academy, and I've recently got into making some reels. They are way out of my comfort zone, but they are so fun to make. So make sure you check that out. If you liked what you heard today and realized you have found your SPED soulmate, please subscribe and then head over to spedprepacademy.com slash podcast to check out the show notes and sign up to be notified each time a new episode airs. Go out and have an amazing day and I'll catch you on the next episode.